You're listening to the Regional Update. I'm Jessica Strauss. I'm the WeedSmart Communications and Project Lead. And in this podcast, we catch up with somebody from the regions, whether it be the North, South or Western, each month, and we find out what's happening in their patch in regards to weed control. Let's get into it. Welcome to the WeedSmart Regional Update. I'm Jessica Strauss. This is our first podcast back. Usually we would start the year with our main WeedSmart podcast, which is our longer form podcast. But because we've got a very exciting event coming up, we thought we would start the year with a regional update. So we're joined by Paul McIntosh today, who is our Northern Region Extension Agronomist. And we're going to be talking to you about the upcoming Dolby WeedSmart Week. Now, this is happening very shortly. It'll be over two days, the 7th and the 8th of February, and we'll be learning about the latest innovations to control crop weeds and fight herbicide resistance. Paul does join me now. How are you going, Paul? I'm well, thanks, Jess. And yourself? Very good. We had a, an ice break over Christmas, but in between there's been lots of coordinating and getting this event together, hasn't there, Paul? There certainly has been, Jess. But gee, I tell you what, Jess, uh, we were down at Wheat Smart Mildura back in August, and uh, and that was pretty impressive the way it all came together down there with the Wheat Smart team. But I can I can safely assure you, Jess, that the Wheat Smart Dolby up here in the northern region, on the Darling Downs, is going to be just as impressive with the uh, with the Forum Day and then the, the Farm Visit Day on the next day. It's going to be equally as good as Mildura. So, well done to uh, everyone, the Wheat Smart team, and for our people coming along yeah we're so excited for this event and it has been a while since we've been to queensland for weed smart week so let's refresh people's memories on what they can expect if they are to attend weed smart week paul what are people going to get from coming along to weed smart week in dolby they're going to get lots of ideas and innovation, Jess. And the one thing I've known about being an agronomist up here for nearly 40 years is that everyone thinks they've got the weediest paddock and everyone wants to know what everyone else is doing to do a better job on weeds. Mm-hmm. Well, everybody, if you want to know what everyone else is doing on weeds and if they're doing it better than you or whatever, you need to come along to Weed Smart Week. And I don't mean just send your agronomists, I mean send your, bring yourselves too. So farmers and agronomists, most welcome and you will learn heaps about the latest and what everyone else is doing in weed control up here in the northern region. It's important. Even though we've got that summer and winter type cropping, we still need to know how to control our weeds. And and uh, this is one of the major days that you will learn heaps to how to control the weeds on your place and uh, get some knowledge from other people who are talking on the day. It's a really good format, Paul, and we've been running with this format for a number of years now. So day one is a forum day and we'll also have a machinery expo on that day one as well. And then we'll have a day of farm visits too uh, the following day. But let's talk about some of the topics which we're going to cover uh, across those two days. Can you give us a bit of an idea of what are some of the key areas we'll be touching on? Yes, Jess, look, it's all to do with weeds and, and, and weed smart. We talk about the big six and we talk about that quite a bit, don't we? So I'm going to be talking about uh, we can grow anything in the north using the big six and that's very true with our summer and winter time. We've got some really good people and as I just said to you before, Jess, half of our speakers on that first day are farmers. So there's going to be talking about what they do, farmer experiences about combating glyphosate, looking at the fop and dim resistant weeds that we've got up here, stopping weed seed set, you know, we're... Tony Lockery coming from down in uh, New South Wales about what's new in residuals and what what we have learnt. And he, he, is, he is a farmer as well as an agronomist and he's been an agronomist up here in the Downs for quite some time and now he's in northern New South Wales. So excellent to have Tony up here. Um, 
Glenn Milne was a local friend of mine uh, at Dolby, and he's once again he's been a farmer and agronomist all his life, and he's really got some interesting ideas about the philosophy of of getting our weed control and getting over the top of our weeds, so that not just uh, the farm benefits, but also that area-wide management of weed benefits. So Glenn's got some ideas about that. And we've got farmers from Condamine. We've got uh, Gary Onis coming from Nutrien down in, in New South Wales. And as you know, Jess, something I've been very concerned about with all the hay coming up here in the dry time, we've got a fair selection of annual ryegrass up here that is resistant to a lot of our herbicides that we use up here. So that annual ryegrass is something that's fairly new to us on the uh, southern Queensland area. So Gary's coming up here to give us the benefit of his vast experience in that northern New South as well as here. Excellent fellow, knows exactly what he's doing. So you're going to learn a heap of him, people, just listening to Gary Onis on that particular day. Excellent. And we've, of course, got the Machinery Expo as well. What will people see at the Machinery Expo component on day one? Well, nothing should bring farmers together and agronomists more than a machinery component. The machinery is really gone ahead hasn't it Jess like it's the whole exciting. thing with that. it's very exciting the John Deere C and spray the Gold Acres G6 self-propelled the Hardy Geo Select thing the, the, to the Kelly chain the Kelly chain is actually making a bit of a comeback in a lot of areas to mm. get some of these weeds that we can't kill with herbicides so you've got Jeremy Jones who's uh, well known uh, with the weed at the company up here working for Dolby Real Supplies Jones he is he's going to be facilitating that section and of course many many of us know uh, Jeremy Jones with the uh, with those optical spot sprayers that have been going around the countryside giving us our good weed control in our fallow situation. So James is going to do that. So the great machinery demonstration, great machinery expo and well facilitated by Jeremy Jones, I have no doubt. Yeah, it's very exciting. So our partners who are representing at the Machinery Expo, as you touched on there, Paul, Croplands, John Deere, Gold Acres, Hardy and Kelly Tillage. So that's really exciting to have them help us out and, uh, yeah, showcase what they've got on offer for growers. And we've also got farm visits as part of this event as well. So we're going to be going to two farms. Can you tell us about who we'll be seeing and what we'll be seeing at those farm visits, Paul? From WeedSmart perspective, Peter Bache, Peter and Kylie Bache out there at Bonjean, just to the west of Toowoomba, Jess has been really first-class WeedSmart advocators, haven't they? They've been to every field day and they've talked well. And Peter's so, so believing about looking after our weeds besides just using herbicides in that, in that WeedSmart category that we talk about. So Peter and Kylie Bache, we've been involved quite a bit. So Peter's invited us out to his place, Jess, in the first place to look at all the stuff that he's got going on, all his different machinery, his uh, his EMHR decks, his uh, stripper fronts and all the other machinery he's got out there. So everyone will learn heaps at Peter Bache's place. And uh, he's, uh, he's a very smart, smart man, Peter Bache, and he's uh, got a lot going for him. So him and Kylie have, have been our hosts out there on Peter's place on the Wednesday, the, uh, the 8th of February. And of course, straight after Peter's place, we're going to go to another long-term friend, long-term client of mine for many years as, as an agronomy client uh, in the Zeesma farming, and that's Wayne and Leanne Zeesma, and they've been there for a long time. And Wayne and uh, Leanne are both classed as some of the top farmers on the downs, and uh, they're superb with what the machinery they have, the uh, strip tillage machine, which allows a whole heap of raft of farming practices that you can leave your stubble upright and it's very important on a floodplain like we're on to have that stubble upright so that any floods come across that stubble can slow down that water drop that dirt besides uh, rushing off so wayne's got some pretty good machinery there including one of uh, uh weeded it's uh, optical spot sprayers which has been working well and of course all the other machinery that wayne and leanne have got there so it'll be great there and of course 
also in that farming visit, we're going to have other supplies, Jeff, aren't we? And of course, the USQ is coming out to demonstrate some of their things that they're looking at with that that new and futuristic stuff. So we look forward to seeing USQ people out there showing and giving us the practical demonstrations of what they're doing in that blue sky research area so that people can actually think, ah, that's what's coming and, and go and talk to them about what they're doing and enthuse those researchers with enthusiasm about what for what they're doing, Jess. So it's looking to a really good day on the uh, on the on the Wednesday to the uh, the eighth of uh, February. Definitely, yes. And the tickets are available for you to purchase now. We'd love for you to get your tickets as soon as possible so you can secure your spot. And yeah, all the food is included and the sundowner on day one is included. That's all included in the ticket price. So I'll put the link in the show notes so it's nice and easy for everyone to go and get their ticket. But just a final pitch, Paul, why should people come along to Weed Smart Week this year in Dolby? Yes, a, a wise man said in 1960 with the herbicides we had then that we were going to get over the top of weeds, we'd have no weeds at all in our crops because of these sweeter herbicides we had in those years. Well, he was very, very wrong, wasn't he? And here we are in 2023 still arguing the point with weed control and getting weeds. So everyone who wants to learn something, everyone wants to be part of the innovation and get over the top of their weeds the best, most practical way and a profitable way for their crops needs to be at Weed Smart Dolby. Uh, on the 7th and 8th of February without a shadow of a doubt. I've been killing weeds for a long time, Jess, and this is something that I wouldn't miss if I was uh, outside of Weed Smart Boundaries. What a pitch. Well, we look forward to seeing you there, Paul, as well as all of the excellent presenters. The full program is on the website. Everything will be included in the show notes for you to have a review and get your tickets. But thanks so much, Paul, and I'll see you in February for Weed Smart Week Dolby. Thanks, Jess. Looking forward to coming over to the good country of Queensland. In this chat, we're catching up with Jordan Anderson. He farms 2,000 hectares with his brother, Regan, and their wives in and around Theodore. And uh, they also have a contract harvest and haulage enterprise, which takes them from the central highlands of Queensland down to the Riverina in New South Wales. Jordan will be on our forum day panel, Diverse Rotations to Disrupt Weed Cycles and Drive Profit, on February 7th in Dolby. And he joins me now to give a little bit of a sneak peek on what he'll be chatting about. How are you going, Jordan? Good, thanks, Jess. How are you? I'm really good. We're so excited to have you as part of our program. Uh, for the listeners, uh, can you give us a bit of background on your farming system? So we yeah, farm in central Queensland, predominantly, I guess, summer crop over the last probably decade or more. But since the chickpeas became so profitable in 2016, we then rationed back over to a lot more winter crop and we're still... We're probably 50-50, I guess, now, whereas we were more of a 60-40, 70-30 kind of thing. Yeah. You're going to be talking in this panel session, diverse rotations to disrupt weed cycles and drive profit. Firstly, can you give us a bit of an idea of what your key weed issues are, Jordan? So our number one weed issue at the moment is feathertop roadgrass. It's summer, summer grass that is resistant to glyphosate. We have implemented a lot of things over the years not to directly tackle feather top but more of a systems approach. So we've narrowed row spacings. We've gone from 10-inch to 13-inch to now 15-inch, or we've actually widened the row spacings. But in a sense, that has given us the ability to plant deep and plant on time when we want to put, whether that be summer or winter crop in, we can put sorghum in at three to four inches or barley, barley down to nine inches. It gives us that option to do that. We've obviously got a camera sprayer. We plan our tram tracks. Um, we interrow so every single crop. So we pl- 
plant on a zero AB run one year and then the next year we'll either be offsetted half of that next race basing, so seven and a half inches either to the north or to the east. So we just try and retain stubble, do not let any, any weeds go to head and we seem to have, we're on top of Feathertop, it's there, it's everywhere, it's, it's on the bits in your neighbour's farm, it's on the side of the road. It's That's our number one weed. There are other winter weeds bane and whatnot are, are they around but at the moment we're killing them and because we summer crop i think that gives us the option to rotate herbicides by default we don't actually do it intentionally it's just when the profile's full we, we put a crop in yeah that makes sense yeah you farm pretty intensively uh, as you've mentioned in your profile for um, our weed smart week event and you'll be talking about the diverse rotations that you use can you walk us through uh, what crops you're rotating through and and uh, how it all works so we, we basically we'd rather grow a crop than spray weeds so in saying that we after every low stubble load crop which is our pulses normally chickpeas and mung beans which we grow a fair bit of I guess um, we put after the chickpeas we try our best to put millet in straight after the chickpeas and then that's in the spring if we don't get a chance to put millet in we'll then double crop that chickpea country back to sorghum in the in the summer and then as for mung beans we'll go and put wheat in or barley normally wheat straight after the mung beans whether that be in moisture or with our discs in dry that way that the next rain event gets something up, gets something growing, reduces weed numbers, yeah, reduces the sunlight available to the ground, which, yeah, and then hopefully most of the time we go through and harvest those crops, not the millet. Millet's sprayed out. I hate millet. <laughs> it just provides a good it just provides a good cover to the ground. Yeah. Whereas the wheat in mung beans, you know, we, if we grow three quarters of a tonne of the hectare or a tonne of the hectare, then it's a win for us. We're better off making money out of that than spraying fellow weeds. We'd never put a legume on a legume. We always go our legume into a cereal and we just try and crop when there's moisture available and the time's right, we'll just go and put a crop in. Yeah, awesome. And uh, you, you're you looking into some harvest weed seed control options for yourself as well. What are you looking at in that regard? So we've done the chaff lining I on Twitter there f- you know, five years ago. I tried to, I guess, be ahead of the game. We, we don't really have the need to do harvest weed seed at the moment. We don't have a lot of uh, weeds in our crops because we, we don't get the rain that the southern guys do mm-hmm. in crop. Yeah. So we don't normally have the weed seed numbers and that's maybe probably reduced row spacings too, but we tried the chaff lining. It doesn't work for double cropping. Um, we, we've tried it, I think, on a, I think I tried it on a barley crop and then tried to put mung beans straight back in like three months later and the, the chaff it didn't have time to break down. It was blocking up. Obviously, the off-farm work as well we do with the headers we can't go dropping a chaff line on the middle of a meter bed irrigation because it puts it right above the row yeah. so that didn't work see the structure i think like the holy grail I, I don't know if we've got too many rocks and sticks up here <laughs> for that so we've our last client down south in riverina um wants us to use the chaff deck so we've done that for the first time this year and then we're going to bring i've got two machines home now one's still down south uh, ready to do some sorghum but the two that are coming home are going to be doing our sorghum this year and we're going to do some strip trials so one header with chaff decks one without and just we'll strip strip harvest the field and we'll go through and plant that whatever crop goes in there next and we'll just see how it goes and manage it from there as a bit of a trial i guess yeah cool that's awesome and we're really excited to have you at weed smart week what's your perspective on why it would be a good event for growers in your patch to come along i guess it's just an easier way to look over the fence and see what 
someone else is doing. Like we we don't think we do things the best. We, what we do just works for us. But a lot of our ideas have come from other farms. So the the more you can see what someone else does, and they can tell you that it works, it's it's worth. I think it's worth putting a few dollars aside to it and trying it. I think yeah, just that networking aspect of it. I guess. Definitely. Well, tickets are still available for sale and if you'd like the opportunity to hear from Jordan and a range of other growers and agronomists in the northern region at our Dolby event, I'll put the link to get your tickets in the show notes. But thank you so much, Jordan, for joining us. I'm sure that people will get the chance to pick your brain and you'll probably be uh, yeah, getting some feedback and asking questions of others at the event too. We look forward to seeing you there. Definitely. That's my plan. Awesome. Thank you so much, Jordan. Thanks, Jess. Bye.